Are all cult leaders that naive? Probably, probably, maybe. I don't know. That's the or thing. Are, are people just that really, really that sincere, dude? But that's the thing. Like, I don't think that the Swami. I don't think Swami Prabhupada was the actual. I don't think he was like an intentional cult leader. You know, like he was actually trying to like spread Keith a religion. The, Keith was the lead. Keith was the leader of the cult. Yeah, Keith is. He's the antagonist. Never trust the Keith. Never, Never trust, trust the Keith. the Who drummer Keith Moon, man. Rock and roll. Or Keith Urban. And skateboarding. I'd trust Keith Urban. Part two brought to you by Keith Urban and skateboarding. Skateboarding. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> the CIA killed JFK. There's Martians under the DIA. Guess there's nothing left to say, but Bird ain't real. Disney's got a frozen head. Paul McCartney might be dead. The news wants you to be misled, cause birds ain't real. Moon is hollow, earth is flat. Government invented crack. The only thing we know for fact is birds ain't real. We're starting at 11:40. Um, the banter topic of uh, this episode's gonna be. Um, how hairy is your Krishna? How hairy is my Krishna? <laughs> yeah. How hairy is your Krishna? Uh, I haven't. I can't remember the last time I shaved my Krishna. Uh, like the last time I, every time I shave my Krishna, it fucking like gets you know prickly. Like nobody likes having like a prickly Krishna. Do you, you know? do like a bald shave? I mean, like a razor, like straight, like do you straight, like skinhead your fucking nutsack? Not, not since I was like a fucking teenager, and I thought that that was like the look, you know. Like when I trim, <laughs> I just do like. <laughs> I know what you're talking about, yeah. I've shaved, I've shaved like four times in my life and hated it every time. So. Everybody fucking does it, right? Like at one point in their life, just like I want to be as smooth as the day I was fucking born. But I'm not very hairy anyway, so I have a receding Krishna. My Krishna, my Krishna, super hairy. It's like one of the Mexican wolf boys from back in the day. Oh, dude, you like that? You'd see like, yeah, that you'd see like mentioned like the same like magazine that Bat Boy was in. You know, long enough for me to cornrow. So no way, like, yeah, seriously, that's like my my, dream. My nutsack, dude, looks like the top of Alan Iverson's head. Mine has like, mine's like Homer Simpson, like three hairs, (laughs) and they're just ends. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, my Christian is not that hairy, you know. Actually, uh, you know, that, my fa- my favorite song is that Nikki Avalon song, "My Krishna." <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, was it my dick? Right? Yes, it was my dick. Way better than yours. My dick learned how to do the. Like, chores. have you guys ever know? Have you guys started noticing though that you're like dick starting to go into like a man penis it's no longer it's like it's like it's wet it's weathered it's weathered now (laughs) it's no longer fresh and like because like i've seen penis you know and like it was completely like bald like yeah like a shade (laughs) dude it was like you you know um and uh you know very clean looking I'm glad that you're talking about my cute, clean yeah. penis on this uh, audio recording that we're going to like have <laughs> anybody balls, in the world is allowed to listen to. <laughs> but I oh, you told me like... you didn't have a mullet? There was well, no I mean, we've talked about real. worse about well, there, there's so. There's more to talk about. like, But I, I completely agree. Just like you at a certain <laughs> age and you get to a point where like you look at your penis and it like it looks as though it has been through war. You know, <laughs> at some point your penis just ends up like, I'm, oh, that penis has seen some shit. That penis has been through my, a divorce. That looks tough nowadays, dude. Like uh, ru- rugged, rugged, rugged. Like it's uh, like you, you like you know those lacquer rock commercials. Yeah. Lacquer rock, 
my dick could replace those fucking Chevy trucks. Eventually, eventually, like fucking like Like a cock. Your old man dick becomes something like a like cast iron skillet, and you don't use soap. You know, you just fucking (laughs) season season it. You just splash. You just splash water on your balls and let, like, you know, the oil and sweat just kind of like. You season it by soaking it in a nice Mormon girl. Maybe the occasional fucking <laughs> sandblasting, you know, to like really clean things, but to knock know. the warts off. Yeah. Other than that, <laughs> other than that, you know, pure fucking seasoned dick. You know what's. Is what I imagine fucking this uh, poopy poppy dude fucking <laughs> from part one fucking smells like. Cause, like, you know, can't imagine they smell good. Prabhu Panda? Yeah, Prabhu Panda. Yeah. Prabhu Panda? No, here, here's, a little, uh, here's a little tip and trick for any of our listeners who are under the age of 30. Once you hit 30, the best way to clean your Hare Krishna is to throw it into. A, a wooden barrel full of sand and pebbles and roll it through the courtyard three or four times and that'll get all of the, the stains and detritus off of it welcome to birds ain't real we're on to part two of uh the Hare krishna movement which will eventually become known as iskhan or the, the pile drive movement the pile drive movement or dog fart network. Gosh. <laughs> Gosh. Shout out to Dog Fart, sponsor of this episode, for all your interracial porn. International Society for Krishna Consciousness is what we're going to be talking about today. And uh, specifically, uh, Swami Prabhupada, Prabhupada's growth into making a religious movement to the United States, eventual death, and then the horrible things that happen afterwards. I'd like to start this podcast by talking about how uh, much I love yoga and how it's not a bad thing, but bad people make good things into bad things. It feels good to do, just as long as you're. it's all consensual. Yeah, just like how Catholicism isn't necessarily like horrible or is... No, that's a terrible example. Uh, well, sometimes it's fun to do bad things. You know? Yeah, naughty. Take it from that naughty boy. <laughs> so bad. But the naughty things we're going to talk about start off kind of like innocuous and turn into really bad. So now uh, that seems kind of counterproductive to the ultimate goal of like, because it sounds like they're going to go back into the cycle of reincarnation. They're kind of doing the same thing i'm doing but overdoing it here's the thing they're going the, straight to skunk the, the the moral of the story if there fucking is a moral to this story is don't let don't put all of your hand all of your power into the hands of uh white hippies because that's exactly what happened so when we last left off swami prabhupada had a corner store in greenwich village in new york city uh, Keith or Kirtan, Keith Ham or Kirtan, Kirtan. Let's just call him Keith. No, I like saying the word Kirtan to Kirtan. Is that like Jimmy Bulmer from South Park? Kirtan, <laughs> Kirtan Ananda is one of the, if not the first, one of the most like devout followers of uh, Swami Prabhupada. And, and he was a white man. And he was a white guy. He was a gay white guy from New York City, and he was going to fuck everything up. So, let's get into what happened to the Hare Krishna movement back in the 1960s. So, Swami comes over from India. He wants to teach Krishna consciousness to everybody in the United States. It's his calling. It's his mission. And once he gets over there, he starts a small group of people who are believing in what he has to say. And it very quickly turns into a large, or it's a medium, a medium group of people who really care about what he has to say. And one of the main followers was like a medium group of people, like a thousand, a couple thousand. Oh, I was thinking like 
40 dude yeah that's i was i was on the i was under the impression it was like 40 people as well yeah I like, like six yeah, was like the small more group. than like more than like 20 but like less than 100 <laughs> so it goes yeah. from a few people chanting it on a corner in new york city and then we get to you know like that scene from airplane the Hare krishna they wear orange robes they have shaved heads they have one little ponytail in the back that little ponytail in the back is actually like pinheads like a rat tail yeah they have rat tails and gosh, I forget the description of it, but like, like pinheads, dude. They yes. look like pinheads, but like, are, are we talking about? Can oh, you I say we were talking pinhead, about, but, or is that just like physically disabled? I thought we were talking about cone heads, like the cone heads from fucking. No, not Dan Aykroyd. I'm talking about like pinheads, the freak show, freak show. It's it's a. It's like the people that have like that like aging disease. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought we were talking about pinheads. Is pinheads making, or is coneheads making fun of pinheads? No, no those are just aliens. Is, yeah, but you know, like the small-headed people, like fucking bald-headed people in the American Horror Story freak show? Yeah. Those are pinheads. Is that like that's... a legitimate medical condition that's being made fun of, or is that just like a specific yeah, no, example? It's, like of... a, like, it's not it's being like... made fun of. It's, the, it's a historically accurate. Those people, those the the pinhead ladies that were part of the freak show, the only money they could make was being part of the freak show. So I was just being historically accurate. Gotcha. But that's so, the same haircut that these hairy Krishners have. Yeah, they, they had like bald hair and then like a little ponytail. So, so the, up on the, top. Did first. so the the little ponytail. Like this is a fun fact of the episode. Like. The way that they describe it is just like that we want to remove any like trace of ourselves being like, you know, um, attractive because we only want to be attracted before Krishna, before God. But this one little piece of hair that we leave behind is for Krishna. And just like the way I deciphered that was just like, is that like fucking the way Krishna just like grabs your ponytail, bro? (laughs) It's a handlebar, dude. It's a handlebar. It's a handlebar for Krishna. Okay, so they went from small to medium to large. By medium, like... Medium was a thousand, so what's large? A few thousand. Large, like, I think at the peak of the Hare Krishna movement, there were... Ah, gosh. I'm I'm not going to just, like, spout out a random number. I want to say it's, like, 160,000. Yeah, it was it was between 100 and 300,000 people in the United States were following the Hare Krishna movement. And this took course over, this happened over the course of a couple of decades. This wasn't like, an it, as far as like religious movement goes, it was kind of like an overnight sensation, but it was, uh, it was a weird road. It was affluent. It was aff- a lot of affluent people were part of it, correct? Yeah. And that's because they got into like pretty much Prabhupada landed at the right place at the right time. Like we keep saying Bob Dylan, but like, Greenwich Village in the fucking like late sixties, early seventies was a very like influential place in the United States. I'll get into I guess I'll talk about Kirtadananda later, but like so it went from him preaching on the corner to him, you know, sending out his apostles to different states all over the country. They're forming their own communes, they're making their own temples. Kirtadananda specifically found land in West Virginia. And this is where the Palace of Gold comes into play. We'll get to that later. But this is where there's like a Grateful Dead concert where Swami Prabhupada is invited and on stage and they have a few thousand people doing the Hare Krishna chant. George Harrison of the Beatles. Do the Hare Krishna! He writes that song called Do the Hare Krishna that we all know and love that's on the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. And uh, wait, are you being serious right now? Yeah, George Harrison, the my sweet lord, my sweet lord. Oh, I thought you were being serious about it being called "Do the Hare Krishna." No, dun, it's dun, called dun, "My dun, Sweet dun, Lord." Dun, dun. Do the Hare Krishna. But no, like he re- he writes "My Sweet Lord." Um, there's a point in time where George Harrison buys a uh, Hare Krishna temple for the Hare Krishna in England. And once we get to the crimes, there's actually some crimes that take place there, but it fucking blows up. 
Hare Krishna becomes an entire movement. Like the Ishkan movement becomes like a huge thing. And I don't know, like, I think it's really fun and cool to look back on because we really just look at it as like people dancing in airports and shit. But like, it was actually like a really important part of, I think, like the hippie movement and like acid culture at the time, because it was the escapism. Like it was not even the escapism. Like everybody was just so tired of fucking like the American dream and wanted to escape from it. And the way they decided to escape from it was by joining this Eastern religion, this belief system that brought them out of like the Christian culture that they were raised in, you know? But it was, it wasn't too far off from that Christian culture. either. Yeah. Like one of the ways that they like led people into the Hare Krishna was like, pretty much talking about how like Buddha and Jesus Christ himself were people who believed in oh. Christian consciousness. Like it was like Tupac and Biggie. <laughs> Jesus is on one side of the world and Buddha's on the other side. They still, yeah, I, they still want to rep the, their East versus West. dude. Yeah. East versus West. They had the same message that we are all fucking should love each other, but they just were in different parts of the world war-ridden parts of the world yeah they all wanted peace but war can't can't have peace when you're living in the middle east what is it good for not not a thing that's what and that's what biggie's always said absolutely nothing nothing. (laughs) that's exactly what biggie small said but yeah like (laughs) they they had so many ways to draw people into their religion um they're cult their belief system how would they draw me in are you not wrong saying religion though i mean it is a religion yeah like 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 a cult is just like a religion that is shunned by everybody i think it's called a cult because murders happened like i think like that's what most so does religion yeah but christianity is based off of jesus getting murdered bro but that's history. It's not modern day documented court mandated going to jail murders. I think that's where the line for cults gets drawn. So it, it like so whenever my grandchildren's grandchildren's grandchildren look back, the Hare Krishnas will be a religion because the murders we're gonna talk about happened in the past. Here's the thing. It's a religion now because the murders are at least 20 years in the oh, past. Okay. So it's like an antique tag on a, on a pickup truck. Yeah. Okay. But, but yeah, they, they, they draw people in and they're, they're really fucking good at drawing people in because so many people want to, how will they draw me in? They pick the right people. They're not going to draw you in. You don't like uh, singing. They might, draw, they might draw you in. You don't like singing, you don't like dancing, and you like drugs. And you like coming more than once a month. I dance and I sing. I'm just not like a thespian about it like you are. Like the way a lot of cults draw people in is this concept called love bombing. You guys, yeah, love bombing is pretty much just like making you feel relationships. It it's just people just making you feel really special. They cook for you. They clean for you. They invite you over. They want to do everything for you. Just like, yeah, like you're special. Like, I don't know what it is about you, but you're super special. And I think that like, do you want to sing with us? Do you want to dance with us? Do you want to have some of this vegetarian based food that we made? We'll cook for you. We'll cook for you every night. We'll cook for you fucking forever. Cause we love you. I love you. And yeah. And that draws a lot of people in, especially when you feel completely disillusioned and disenfranchised. Back in the hippie area, area, hippie era. You're Larry of the CIA. You're high on acid. You're going to believe anybody with a cool haircut. Not a cool haircut. It was back then, dude. It's it's bad looking back. And their orange robes. They, it was just, it was a look. It was a whole ass look for sure. Let's start talking about like where things got a little, you know. Off the rail. Off the rail. So to fund this religious movement like 
it exploded because a lot of people believed in it. But another reason why it exploded is because of something we talked about last episode, which is fucking passing the hat. And passing the hat is a regular thing that happens in any religion. Like fucking Mormons, 10% goes to tithing. Like any belief system is going to ask that you contribute to them. Like evangelical preachers like fucking make a living off of asking you to give them money. And a lot of cults ask you to give them money and like Scientology specifically, it just recruits rich ass people and that's how they fund themselves. But the way that the Hare Krishna were able to fund so you get to heaven. Yeah. Dude. Like you give and give and give. Four diamonds in your mouth. But one of the things that made the Hare Krishna fucking like unique was like they didn't recruit rich people. They were just really good at having the people they recruited fucking panhandle. And they panhandled in so many different ways. They would literally ask for money, of course. That's like the easiest way to do it. Like walking up to somebody, handing them like a sticker or a pamphlet and just like saying, just like, oh, here's this. Thank you for the donation. It's like like Mickey Mouse in Vegas. Yes. I took a picture with you. You owe me $10. Fuck them people. I walk away from them. One of the ways they made the most money was by selling fucking bootleg merchandise they would send the devotees you're talking about like a divas it was mainly at sporting events they would send devotees to sporting events that were like the chicago bulls with like b-u-l-s and they would fucking have them sell fucking chicago bulls jerseys and hats like Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan signed this jersey. I mean, no way were they selling it like a B-U-L-S jersey. They were no, they, they were like straight up off. Like They were straight up like... It, it, like NAB is the logo and shit. No, so but like, NBA. you know... No, it, like, was the, it was like the NBA Bulls, but it was just like legitimately knockoff. Like it wasn't like... It, it was just knockoff shit. And they would... Yeah, pretend it was real merchandise. Like... Uh, one of the ways, gosh, one of the ways that I heard that really was like a really fucked up way to do it was like a uh, a devotee would walk up to a group of teen, like a group of people smoking pot, pretending to be a cop, and they would like pretend to be a cop for a second, and then after they like said you're busted, they would say "ha ha, just kidding," and then sell them drugs. And it was like really shitty, like uh, like shitty weed. I mean, I'm sure there's only shitty weed back I'd be in like, the day. Get out of here, man! I ain't never seen a cop with that haircut, man. High <laughs> and tight, dude. Actually, fucking... actually, like every cop has a haircut similar. <laughs> the fucking back thing. <laughs> no, no, they have that fucking it's... high and tight with that like buzz cut where they have like the little. I have seen them, dude. I, uh, you know what? I have seen, sh- I have seen highway patrolmen with a haircut that I would, I would uh, explain as being a pinhead buzz cut. So that was that's like a broad general history of them. Like the specific history of like Swami Prabhupada flies back to India because he is in poor ment- poor physical health, and uh, Kirtan Kirtan Kirtanananda flies back with him. And while they're there, he's worried that Swami's not going to make it. And so he says, don't worry, Swami, I'll take care of the religion for you. And he says, no, I don't, I don't think that you should. I really don't think that you should. And fucking Keith is just like, man, fuck you. It's the 60s. So he flies back and says, I'm in charge. I'm white. You can't tell me what to do. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And he flies back and he's because he's convinced that the Swami is going to die. He's like, I'm in charge now, guys. And he flies back. And this is when he starts the Temple of Gold in West Virginia. Nothing good comes out of West Virginia. Let's just say that, you know, if like the best Export of West Virginia is the Mothman. Shows how <laughs> shit that state is. West uh, Virginia is beautiful. Here, like full disclosure, the reason I got so interested in this topic is because of a really bad video game called Fallout seventy six, where there's actually a location in the game that's the Temple of Gold because they make all their locations based off of real locations in West Virginia. 
any game that has West Virginia in it is a piece West Virginia of shit. is the main fucking storyline. Fallout <laughs> seventy six was a piece of shit. It's supposedly competent now, but I tried. I tried it again. They just came out with the fucking the the pit update. It wasn't good, and I haven't played it since. Dude, you need but, to play grounded, man. I just downloaded Ark. I'm thinking about starting up fucking Elden Ring again. Dude, grounded. Grounded your mini, fight ants and other bugs, and get to craft shit and build bases and go on adventures. That actually sounds that actually pretty does cool. Sound cool. Like, by bases, do you mean ant hills? No, there's like mounts? ant hills and shit. Like, so, like, I just like progressed to the same, like, this part where, like, you start off fighting like red ants, like ladybugs and shit, and like, but there's like black widows, praying mantis, you know, part of. But you're a, are you a person? You're a little miniature person that's shrunken down, and there's like a red. So like honey, like I honey, shrunk I the shrunk kids. the kids. There's like mini crackers, but Rick Moranis, you know, Rick Moranis didn't do it. It's more nefarious than that. And uh, there's like a uh, uh, like an area where like weed killers going off, so it's like gassy, and you have to have like a gas mask. There's like a sandbox. There's a koi pond. You know, all sorts of shit. It's dope. Shout out to shout out to the grounded. This episode of Bird, Birds Ain't Real brought to you by Grounded. Honey, I shrunk the kids, but you gotta fucking build a fortress out of an empty matchbox and pray to God you make it through the night. Because Rick Moranis has left public life ever since his wife got sick. That's the deleted scene from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. They don't show you just like, the kids get shrunk, but then he has to quit acting, so the kids just stay shrunk. <laughs> because <laughs> his wife got breast cancer <laughs> it's the it's the dark version um back what back to the harry what was i talking about though temple of gold oh yeah the temple of uh, gold uh, no so yeah like we were driving on our way out to maryland we drove past like there's a fucking there's a sign on the fucking highway that says fucking pull off here to go see the temple of gold and i was just like huh Okay, it makes sense. That's a real place. And then I started looking up like the history of the Hare Krishna, the Hare Krishna, and fucking like the murders and shit. So let's let's get to the murders. Kirtan was Kirtan this Nanda. temple actually gold? Was it a cool building? Dude, oh man. Listeners, you guys look up the Temple of Gold. It's still a thing. You can still go to it. Like I really want to go to it on the way back to Colorado in a couple of weeks. Kirtanananda finds this little patch of land oh, in you're West not Virginia. Show us the picture? Okay. I mean, I can share the screen. It's it's a very impressive structure. Like, especially when you consider the fact that the people who build this had no knowledge of architecture. They had no way to know how to build. They just built it. But like you you talk like as if this was built like 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 you talk as if they're the Mayans. Wasn't this just built in the 70s? So they could just like look, get a book of carpentry. They, yeah, they, they very much could have gotten a book, but they didn't have any actual carpenters on staff. And we think about staff, like one of the things about the Hare Krishna is it's a lot of uh, labor. Like the way that you devote yourself to Krishna is by laboring, especially under these gurus that are just telling you what to do. So Keith or Kirtanananda comes back to the United States. He finds this plot of land in West Virginia and decides, you know what? This is where the temple is going to be. And he has a whole following. The whole, like, there's a big following that's behind him. Like, there's a few other contending semi-gurus who are kind of saying, like, you know, I'm not sure if this is what the Swami would have wanted. And they find out, like, you know, the Swami's not dead. Like, he didn't say the Swami was dead, but he's just like, you know, the Swami has put me in charge. And the Swami, now a little bit over the age of 70, because this is a few years after he has come to America, he comes back to America and he says, hey, guys, I'm not dead. Like, I never told Keith that he could fucking say that he was in charge of the fucking Hare Krishna movement. Yeah, no way are they gonna put some put Keith in charge. Yeah, but Keith, oh, you'll see. Keith, like everybody believed that Keith was in charge for a minute. Like there were a few 
usurper is like the los angeles chapter guy and the fucking canada chapter guy were like no like there's no way he would have left fucking keith in charge of shit when swami Prabhupada comes yeah, back you leave that guy in charge of shit that's him like way later that's him like right before he died after <laughs> prison i don't even think i don't even think that that's him he doesn't even have a like crazy swami beard there's no way that's him is this some old white guy named keith <laughs> that's just keith <laughs> so swami Prabhupada comes back to america and pretty much says just like hey man what are you doing i kind of told you I don't want you in charge, and you here you are, like, pretending you're in charge. And Kirtadadanda pretty much gets banned from the Hare Krishna movement. He, like, this is a big fuck-up. He pretends that he's in charge. He comes back and acts like he's in charge, but then the Swami says, what the fuck are you doing? So all of the other, like, under-gurus who are trying to spread Hare Krishna under Swami Prabhupada pretty much, like, say that he's no longer part of the Hare Krishna. And so he tries to do his own thing in this area of uh, West Virginia, which he is called Nuvrindabrin. And it continues for a few years where he's like not part of the Hare Krishna movement anymore. But then he writes a really, really, really well-worded letter to the Swami saying like, I was actually just, you know, being led astray. He redeemed himself in the Swami's eyes before the Swami died. Like he wrote him a letter and he said, I'm really sorry. I'm 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 sorry. I'm sorry for what I did. I really am. It was something the devil, the devil got a hold of me, and I'm sorry for what I did. And the Swami fucking totally bought it. Bought it to the degree that he went out to this area of West Virginia. And he's the one who called it New Vrindabran because Vrindabran was the area in India where Swami Prabhupada learned the learned the Krishna consciousness, like where he was raised. And are all cult leaders that naive? Probably, probably, maybe I don't know. But that's the or thing. Are, are people just that really, really that sincere, dude? But that's the thing. Like, I don't think that. The Swami, I don't think Swami Prabhupada was the actual, I don't think he was like an intentional cult leader, you know? Like he was actually trying to like spread Keith a religion. The, Keith was the lead. Keith was the leader of the cult. Yeah, Keith is he's the antagonist. Never of this trust story. A Keith. Never, Never trust Keith. Fucking the Who drummer Keith Moon, man. Rock or and Keith, roll. Or Keith Urban. You can trust Skateboarding. Keith. I'd, I'd trust Keith Urban. Part two brought to you by Keith Urban and Skateboarding. Skateboarding. <laughs> so let's move on. To, let's let's move on to Act Two of this story, in which Swami Prabhupada dies after he goes with Kirtanananda to the West Virginia property and sees Nuvrindabran. He says, "I believe this is where the center of the." Krishna movement should be the international Krishna consciousness movement should be centered. And there was like definitely a meth lab. There was definitely a meth lab within a mile. Yeah, in West Virginia. Just like this like, yeah, you want me to be a hairy what? (laughs) Don't you Krish my no. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know that Swami fucking I don't even know. People from West Virginia are dumb. We already had Thanksgiving. I don't think we have. I don't think we have any listeners from West Virginia because they're unable to read the. We're not on. We're not on the AM radio. Yeah. (laughs) Say they're unable to read podcasts. Yeah, they're unable. No, they're unable to read the login instructions for like any Uh, of the podcast providers that we were offered on. Yeah. (laughs) Listen, like listen. unless we're like on file at like the public library, like the one public library. In West <laughs> yeah. Listen, listen to a podcast. What do you think I am? Literate? Because <laughs> they think I, I ain't into that liberal shit. Because they think that podcasts are books. Yeah. They've uh, they've burned uh, all books except for three. It's the fucking you know um uh, T through T through T. 
through V on the fucking encyclopedia because it fucking has uh, the United States section in it. <laughs> and fucking Junie B. Jones and the mystery of the fucking <laughs> missing cookies. Uh, <laughs> kids book. <laughs> Yeah, harmless. And the autobiography <laughs> of George W. Bush, but the W is an M because that's how he wrote it. Yeah, exactly. uh, <laughs> do you guys remember the show Little Bush? Little Bush. I think, I think this, this is, is the second time that he's like mentioned. It. I think we have too about many Little like Bush Little Bush. <laughs> got Little Bush like way too many Sinbad references. Shout out to fucking DU grad Sinbad. Shout out to Little Bush, dude. Shout out to Lil Bush, dude. You only watched Lil Bush, dude. That's why it was canceled. <laughs> that was the one viewer. Yeah. Okay, back back to old Harry. So Harry they K. so they start building the Temple of Gold. They're actually midway building the Temple of Gold because even though he was exuded of they responsibility were building it before he died. Yeah, like e- even when plus he, you e- could probably uh, Tom Sawyer a couple of those dumb illiterate West Virginians. <laughs> This tend to doing some of the work for you. Kind of exactly what he did, actually. Oh like, no way! Even <laughs> even when even when he was like he was like shunned from the Hare Krishna movement, he still had a following. And like the following that he brought with him, it's just like, do you like milk and cows? Do you like living off the land? Well, let's fucking build it. Let's build a fucking temple together. And he was in the midst of building the temple when I mean, he, it's so easy to do today. Build a temple in the middle of the fucking woods? No. Trick some fucking hippies into fucking following you around. Boy, it sure is fucking fun putting all this gold leaf on the exterior of this shoddily crafted temple. Glad you I'm You could have gotten it. us to join your cult had you, like, like l- tried, like, a little bit harder to, like, let us build something on <laughs> property. Yeah. One of these days. Like it but, could be a temple. One of these days, really you're going to love me. Uh, this like this is one of my fucking, like, a lot of people have these fucking bucket lists. So my bucket list is really short. It's a fucking wield a real ass torch going through a cave and fucking start a cult. Those are the two things on my bucket list. You've never wielded a torch going through a cave? Who has? How do you make a torch besides crafting just, it in a you, game? It's like gods you, and court <laughs> kerosene on a fucking stick. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And I know a cave. But like, how bro. do you do it in old timey, like caveman, like moss or something? Do you remember the cave we caught the bat in? Were either of you guys there when we I caught the I bat? I was there in the media aftermath. I was there like when the bat like was like in, was the, in closet, the closet. And. Oh my Were god! You there? I remember the bat being in the closet at fucking their old and then it the, got the apartment the complex. Yeah. It got taken out by the cat. Yeah, you guys, you guys weren't there when we caught it, dude. Mm-hmm. There's a cave. There is a cave that is like a Goonies cave. It's like a perfect hole, like a hundred yards into the mountain. It's like five and a half feet tall and straight back. All right, so I know what our summer plans are next year. Wait, why the fuck were we? T- why the fuck were we talking about that though? My bucket, bucket list. list. I want to start a cult. All right, so. Oh right. yeah, but no, but like, how the fuck do you start? Like, if I was just like in the wilderness and needed to start one of them, like fucking pieces of wood. You rip your fucking torch. sleeve off your shirt and wrap it around a piece of wood. If I have no shirt... sleeve, I woke up naked. I was I was raped <laughs> by some hairy Krishnas. And fucking, you get lost in the, the fucking. That was a bigfoot. That was one hundred percent a bigfoot. In the fucking foot. woods, in the woods of the fucking Appalachian Trail, you get lost. You find something. You get lost in the woods and you die. We only got twenty minutes left. I got to tell the rest okay. of this story. <laughs> All right, so Swami Prabhupada, he comes upon the Nuvrindabrin area. In West Virginia, he says, this is beautiful. We should build seven temples. And then they begin to build seven temples. Swami Prabhupada dies. And when Swami Prabhupada dies, that's when everything really bad happens. Because there's no direction in the Hare Krishna movement anymore. There's Kirtanananda, and there's ten other gurus. That's Keith, right? Keith. Keith and ten other gurus are left in charge of the Hare Krishna. And this is when things get really bad. Everything has been escalating kind of towards bad at this point. But this is the point in which everything gets really bad. Because 
after the Swami dies, after the leader of the cult dies, after the the figurehead is no longer the only there. guy keeping it, the only guy keeping it from being a cult. Yeah, like the only person who actually has some semblance of what the religion is actually supposed to be, the person from India, the person who is actually were all the other guys white face. They were all white dudes. There were 11 gurus. There were 11 gurus after Swami Prabhupada died who took it upon themselves to be the leaders of Hare Krishna. And including the love guru, <laughs> Marishka Hagate. I think that he might actually be a direct representation of the Hare Krishna. I've never seen the movie, but he wears an orange robe, right? Yeah, he does. Yeah. He's absolutely a fucking satire of the Hare Krishna movement. And Michael Myers is a white guy, not actually a serial killer. I mean, <laughs> that's true. That's a true thing that you just said, Hawk. Thank you for adding on <laughs> to the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> All right. So here's what happened. <laughs> Prabhupada dies. The Kirtatananda is running the Temple of Gold with an iron fist. That is to say that he's just telling everybody who's worshipping Hare Krishna to fucking farm vegetables and fucking cook vegetarian meals and only have sex with their wives. And all the time, he's having sex with all of the migrant underage field hands. Go ahead. Sorry. Keith Keith was the leader of all the gurus, right? No. Like he was the one he was the one that uh Swami Prabhupada came to and like that's where he lived the rest of his life out was uh it like until he died, he was like shipped to India when he died. But he spent like the majority of the rest of his life in Nuvrindavaran, which is where the, the Temple of Gold was. Like there's a huge there's like there's like a statue to him. Like that's where a lot of people in the no, 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 but like after after he after he died, Keith was the head the head dude no because there was huge infighting in the Hare Krishna movement like he was the favorite okay. he was the favorite of the Swami like the Swami okay like, okay okay yeah he was the teacher's pet he was the teacher's pet the question did they have like rights to the land and like had like actual like the city recognized like as like if I look up the address will it say that like silly name that you mentioned where is it like Galipsy, yeah, no. like, like fucking West Virginia? It's Moundsville, West Virginia is the town in which it's located. But no, like I'm leaving out so many details that I learned, like the land rights in which they were able to buy the property. They had to actually go through like a third party of like tricking a guy into buying the property for them because they didn't want to sell the property to a bunch of fucking Hindu hippies. Like they actually had to like, like they used a guy, they used like a, a person who was just like a regular looking dude to buy more property so they could expand their territory. There's a lot of little fucking details to the fucking, yeah, there's a lot there. There's a lot. I'm just, I'm just talking well, about I think worse crying. than a regular hippie is a Hindu hippie. Or a real estate hungry hippie. Like landlords are the worst. Am I right? Yeah. Mine's pretty cool, dude. And he I, just fixed. Right. He just fixed my roof. I wasn't. I you are guess right. I wasn't right. No, I mean. No, some, you're right. Some landlords, some landlords are pretty cool. I mean, and Vultures just fixed his roof. I guess. Uh, so there's eleven gurus, and the eleven gurus go on to make the Hare Krishna into the monstrosity that most people recognize it as. Like when I was talking about earlier, like how they used how they would go to ball games and sell mer like knockoff merchandise how they would like do extreme forms of panhandling like this is when things got really 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 bad and it devolved What's into extreme forms of panhandling like i'll cut my penis off <laughs> if you give me a hundred dollars i guess shitting, shitting on your uh windshield and then charging you to clean it i guess it's more of just like the like the sheer volume of panhandling like if you look at the numbers in which these people were bringing money home like the guru in florida made 10.5 million dollars over the course of three years like they start bringing in fucking ridiculous numbers like 
all of these 11 gurus like have really fucked up stories in individual, like in their own individual rights, but they're all really fucking working this like religious system that started with the fucking pass the hat around fucking, you know, I don't know. They're just, they're being good religions. We should start a really annoying religion that has like a fee to remove you off of our mailing list and becomes rich that way. We should just go downtown and blare our podcast and fucking we'll turn it off for $5. <laughs> we'll just speak. We'll do, we'll get a uh, transcript of our podcast and do a live reading through it, through uh, those fucking like air horns. Okay. <laughs> kind of like the black Israelites in New York. Shout out. Did you just shout them out? Yeah. Fucking white man's the devil. <laughs> it's true. And, As a, and the, the, the truth is this guy, they perverted, you know, this fucking awesome thing, you know, like by being fucking weirdos. What was the worst they, things they did? They mo- we, we, we monetize everything. And we monetize the shit out of it. And this monetization led to murder. So I'll, I, I'll go to this story of Kirtan Ananda, what he did. Um, so he was leading the temple of gold. He was the guru there. There was this guy who was speaking out about him because he was, you know, doing the thing that cult leaders do. Like we talked about at the beginning of next ep- the last episode where you tell your followers not to do something and you were doing it. And Kirtan Dananda was totally just banging fucking dudes all over the place. And he wasn't only just banging dudes, he was banging underage dudes, specifically like field hands. Like he was not being a very good cult leader. And this dude called him out. And you're not supposed to call out the cult leader. I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> but he didn't say that. Um, at one point, there were a couple of. Oh man, this is before Prabhupada died. And this is kind of a reason why Prabhupada was the garbage person. But before Prabhupada died, there were these two dudes who came onto the compound looking for an underage girl who decided that she wanted to be a Hare Krishna. They were one of them was her dad, and it was like the uncle, and they were just like, yo, we just want this girl back. And like they fired a shotgun into the air, nobody got hurt. But uh, it was reported to the cops as a violent incident, and Kirtanananda reported it back to Prabhupada as it being a violent incident where, like, multiple people were attacked. And so Prabhupada said, this is before he died, like, you should not tolerate violence against our religion, so you should be violent back. And this is when Kirtanananda decided to recruit People who were recruited to the Hare Krishna movement with violent criminal pasts and have them moved to his compound in West Virginia. This is when the military force of the Hare Krishna as bodyguards. Yes. Yeah. Like he used that as an excuse to recruit and like recruit violent like people to, you know, watch over the compound. Uh were you speaking out against the guru? <laughs> exactly. It'll rough you up. <laughs> this is when he becomes a Batman villain who needs to hire goons. Who well, there's it? lots of dumb goons in West Virginia. That's for sure. I keep talking shit about West Virginia. That's like 1.5% of our audience. They may not. Do be we actually to... have listeners from West Virginia? I don't fucking know. We won't anymore. Not after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh dang the thing like have you seen the shape of west virginia there's like this one little fucking like weird crevice that goes between like fucking uh maryland pennsylvania and, like virginia right virginia is to the south but no there's like this one little weird crevice and that's where moundsville is it's like in the weird fucking crevice those people are not going to listen to our podcast, but it's all right because I mean, if you if you told me like, you know, going in tonight and I'd have a worse uh, view of West Virginia, I wouldn't believe you. But now you tell me it's like the epicenter for like white fucking Hindu fucking dorks that like like fucking. I don't. I would not think we'd call them dorks. So 
We still haven't killed anybody yet. We're just lucky that West Virginia doesn't have Wi-Fi yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is when the first murder happens. So, Kirtan Tanan... Kier, it's Keith. Keith. <laughs> Keith recruits this guy from the New York chapter who's got a fucking really violent criminal history past. And there's a point in time where one of the people on the compound is like, this guy's speaking out against you. And then this other guy in the compound is just like, I don't like this guy because of this really weird, stupid, mundane reason. Like, he said something that I don't like. And so Keith called him Ty or some shit like that. Yeah. Keith decides that Todd (laughs) needs to die. And so Keith uses his guy that he just hired to get this guy murdered. And like, because the guy that got hired is just like, oh, I should rough him up a little bit and maybe like set him out. Like, Keith says straight up, just like, no, like, this guy has been speaking out against me. So he needs to die. So they uh, murder him, bury him underneath a river. Like, they dam the river up so that they can bury him underneath the river and never speak about it again. Like, the doctor who's living on the 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 grounds actually like goes to the police and says some shit about just like yo this guy said that he murdered a guy but man there's so much in the true crime aspect of this that i'm totally glancing over right now but pretty much they'd say there's no body so there's no case so this doesn't like actually get you know drawn up until later on in the case but uh that's the first murder he hires this guy who murders this guy, buries him underneath the river, and nobody ever speaks of it because they're this weird fucking cult who lives out in the mountains. And the only... Burying someone under a river is pretty godly. I mean, that's a pretty good way to do it. It's a really good way to not find a body. That's like that's like biblical shit right there. And God parted the waters and allowed me to bury his body underneath. Pre. That's, that's old testament shit dude yeah Levidian, levidians 8 7 or something like that no it's old bhagavad gita <laughs> shit you know the old bhagavad yeah. gita not the new bhagavad yeah. gita <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's the old testament and then there's this other guy i should have written down all these names but uh, another guy gets murdered rich really, rich this guy named rich he joins the religion. His wife is really in love with Keith, like really in love with Kirtan Ananda and like all of his teachings. And he tries to get them to move. Like he tries to take the kids and he tries to fucking leave, but she doesn't go with him. And so he makes this whole fucking case. And this kind of like blows the whole thing or part of the thing that blows the whole thing open where he just like reveals just like how fucked up and corrupted the entire higher Christian movement is. And so he's in California. He's deciding he wants to like move on with his life and never worry about it again. And that's when the same dude who killed the first dude is all the way out in California and fucking murders Todd or Rich? Rich. Rich. Yeah. And after Rich gets murdered, like all this shady shit is happening in West Virginia. And the cops in West Virginia are trying to make people realize that Things are really fucking weird here. Things are really bad here. But nobody's taking them seriously. Like, no body, no crime. Like, they're just a bunch of fucking weirdos out in the woods. Everybody's too busy tap dancing. Exactly. Ozark gospel singing. No, Ozark is fucking way farther south. Yeah, Ozark's Missouri, dude. You're talking, we're talking Appalachian fucking... Appalachia tap dance fucking Mothman. You know... People that don't have any more than a first grade reading level. People who really do not listen to podcasts and are, are not going to ever come back at us for anything that we're saying over the course of the Dude, last couple like, hours. I mean, I hope they do. I yeah, wish it. I wish write, it. Write, write us a letter. Write us a letter. I dare you. <laughs> I I'm I I don't like this at all because I really feel like West Virginia is like the depths of the Appalachian fucking mountains and they can curse us. They may not be able to read, but they can fucking sure shit write a spell to curse and turn our bones into frogs. All we have to do is like uncover this skeleton that's buried under this river and it'll take this curse away from West Virginia. 
It's like the Goonies t- 2022. <laughs> <laughs> they find the body. After this murder oh, they did. After this murder takes place in fucking California, the Californian fucking police are like, oh yeah, there's a murder here. What the fuck is going on? And they get in touch with West Virginia. Just like, I've been telling you, something's fucked up all along. And it turns into this whole case. But they can't pin Kirtan Ananda down for murder. And you know what they do? They get him like a fucking mafia boss. They get him for racketeering. And they get him for fucking like selling bootleg merchandise. They Bernie made up his ass. Yes. And then it takes them a long time, but they finally get his ass for murder. And he spends 20 years in jail. That's glossing over a lot of there's so there's so much to the fucking Hare Krishna guys. I'm going to go over the other 10 gurus and like all the crazy shit shenanigans that they got into. Like he like. This this instance of the Hare Krishna is like what they're most remembered for because this involves flat out fucking murder. This let's guy... end Keith. Let's let's finish the Keith story. So Keith went to prison, got out. Is he still teaching Hare Krishna? <laughs> I just learned this today. He was like, you know, I went to prison. I'm I'm really sorry. I'm really really darn sorry for what I did. What can I do to make up for it? And they told him to do four things. Contribute $10,000 to an organization for the youth, like the children of Krishna. Uh, He must write an apology letter or apology letters to all the victims. And he must undergo a psychological evaluation by a mental health professional. And he must fully comply with all governmental investigations into misconduct on his part. Those are the four conditions given to him. So that he could rejoin ISKCON, the the Christian movement. And he did fucking zero of them and then died a few years later. <laughs> okay, so, so he got out, never rejoined, gave yeah. up on himself, and died. He pretty much said, like, yeah, he got out. They're just like, give us $10,000, apologize, admit that you did the wrong thing, and you can come back. And he's just like, no. And then he died. Okay, so who's the guru that's running West Virginia nowadays? Uh, some dude, I actually fucking, I don't know his name, but I can tell you all about what's going Guru on. Guru some dude. Guru some dude, an actual Indian man. Like, this is the end. Oh, it is. It is an actual Indian man. Yeah. Like, uh, there's, there's like a, there's a, there's a redemption arc to this story, but I really want to share my screen with you guys and show you fucking like all the crazy shit because it wasn't just they have like all, all 11 of them hooked up like a rap video uh, cover it was oh i just fucking pressed the wrong button though and i exited out of it. it it was it was all 11 of them hooked up like a rap album cover all right i'm just gonna go from memory because i fucking lost it but one dude named hans fucking lost his shit because he did so many drugs that he fucking fired his gun out of his car into a fucking used car dealership so the krishna leader had a gun mm-hmm. and like i was saying earlier like, good karma good karma like george harrison housed a uh like there's a lot of gun running like they like would hoard guns like almost like waco and one of the krishna leaders or just like some Harry Krishna dude, like lived in George Harrison's mansion that they bought for the Harry Krishna movement, and just like stored guns in George Harrison's fucking mansion in in Great Britain. One of them had a sixteen year old girlfriend. Another one fucking married his massage therapist and took off with ten million dollars worth of uh, Harry Krishna investments. Pretty much all eleven of the gurus just completely fucked off and fucked over the entire Hare Krishna movement. Like was Keith the only one that killed anybody? As far as we know. Like there's an like one of them, there was an accusation that he did murder somebody or had somebody murder somebody, but there was no proof that that actually happened. This is pretty much Kirtan Jananda, Keith was the only like he's the example because he's the one that was like he was the extreme, the extreme out of a bunch of extremeness. Yeah, and he's the one who got testified against in court to like be made an example of the Hare Krishna being a bad, bad group of people. 
So this is just like the greatest example of why white people ruin everything. This is a really good example of why white people ruin everything because the redemption arc of this is like ever since then, like what happened was all this shit came out. All of the 11 fucking scoundrel gurus like were called out for all the stupid, terrible shit that they did. Like they were, what was the yoga cult in fucking Washington? The dude who drove around like fucking 1500 Lamborghinis. Like it was the same shit. Like all the all the fucking like Hare Krishna fucking gurus all over the country fucking had mansions. Like, man, I wish I had the fucking page pulled up because like one of the dudes just called just like the tits guru because his whole thing was just like he loved fucking titties. Hey, show me your tits and I'll fucking get you into God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or heaven. Just, Dude just loved tits, so he was called the tits I was distracted by your fucking areolas, so I fucking said the wrong thing. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, they drove Lamborghinis, they lived in mansions, like, they sold drugs, like, they sold guns, they fucking, they became, like, like, one of the interviews that I listened to earlier today was just, like, you go to fucking, uh, like, he was trying to be a Hare Krishna and like learn more about the Hare Krishna by going back to the source, which is like not India, but New York city. And there were like Hare Krishna fucking gang wars on the street where if you were like fucking repping the wrong fucking Hare Krishna fucking gang, you would get fucked with by other Hare Krishnas and throw rocks at each other. Things were really bad for the Hare Krishna. And, but they were bad because they brought it upon themselves. And I mean, it wasn't, specifically the Hare Krishna, though. It wasn't like the followers. It wasn't the devotees. They were doing stupid shit. They were believing in the stupid shit, but it was really like the leaders, the fucking the gurus that were teaching them stupid shit. It was a power struggle. Yeah. that There was way too many people playing that game. And as soon as, like, the Swami died, there was a power vacuum, and the power vacuum, like, led to fucking sex, drugs, and fucking rock and roll. Literally, like fucking Grateful Dead and fucking the Beatles, like it was. That's why we. That's why we have uh, the first Nirvana album. Exactly. Wait, what? Why? What? <laughs> Thank you, Jerry Garcia. <laughs> for my thanks, Obama. Really, for my favorite brand of ice cream that you can't have. Followers of my cult. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. You can watch me bang your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming to Birds Ain't Real and listening to us, guys. Hare Krishna nowadays, like the the membership rate dropped off by ninety percent after this huge ordeal. Where so there's like thirteen thousand. There's not very many, and like the thing is, like the people who like go to the Hare Krishna temples are all either tourists like me and my wife, and we're going to go in the next month to go see the fucking Temple of Gold, or they're actual people from India who are here who believe in the like Krishna consciousness. Like, they are here as, like... They're on a pilgrimage. Well, don't get too involved in it, because you're wide enough to ruin it. it it's not... It, no, but it's not a pilgrimage. It's a... They are here in this country and they want to find something familiar because the Temple of Gold is just one of many. So they're just tourists, too. They're tourists, too. No, they they believe in it. Like, they want to go to a temple. Like, if... I, I don't fucking know. I don't know a good example. A white person temple, though. If you were a white guy and, I don't know, fucking... I think I, think I want my a own. Point. I want my own Mecca and I don't want to drive so far. <laughs> you're really cheap why can't you just put the mecca at that park downtown you guys are really cheapening the sweet moment of being an indian immigrant and trying to find something that finds familiar in a foreign land it's something in west virginia that white people build is i guess you're right like the, that's kind of <laughs> silly but it was like yeah if anything you they and made your, a mockery of their religion if anything that you and your wife <laughs> Going to it, we'll take it one step back to, you know, the Keith Thera. Rooms are only like $75 a night. You can rent entire yeah, cabins. The Keith kind of a Keith haircut. Dogs are allowed. That's all I care about. Hell yeah. I can take my dog on the temple That's tour. That's where I want to be at is a cabin in the woods of West also, Virginia. Also, because Keith was gay, I was thinking that he uh, probably does 
a uh um uh what what was the uh other it was pile driver and then like jungle uh amazon jungle man amazon amazon yeah so reverse <laughs> amazon man. because like because uh, uh reverse amazon is called i'm calling it jungle man because like if you think about it you know doing a pile driver with two dudes like there's no way to like only one of you would be game fucked and like it basically being like you know more of a reverse cowgirl than anything you know if you do like switch it Yeehaw, around you know you could that. both fucking you could both pile drive each other so it's like a 69 situation yeah but of. like you're, your dicks but are bottoms like, fucking, bottoms in each yeah, other yeah dicks and assholes yeah so i think it works you know i don't know let me i don't thank, have any dogs. thank you all thank you all for listening to birds ain't real i hope you learned something <laughs> i hope you had fun with us tonight i hope that we i hope that i hope i just i just hope that you know you had a good time that's all that matters i don't care if you learned anything i kind of think we need a third harry krishna episode what's the third one gonna be about yeah maybe there's a part three where Al has all his links. Fuck you. I left out so much. Like there was a part, it's called the Winnebago accident incident. Oh. Where Kirtan Ananda, like he almost gets acquitted and like gets set free. I still have so many questions. But then he gets caught sucking like a young all man's your damn dick questions in Winnebago. It's turning this into a four-part series. <laughs> Maybe we'll the fucking redo this in 10 years when we're like famous podcasters but for now that's all you get to fucking learn about the Hare Krishna if you have more questions I wouldn't ask me yeah I have all the answers but I just like like my brain is like a filing cabinet that is fucking jammed full of fucking salami and fucking dirty socks that I don't fucking know how to organize that shit I bet that's a really stinky filing cabinet <laughs> do, the, do the Harry Krishnas have secretary Hare Hare Krishna Krishna. All I know is, you know, good night and good luck to all of our uh, listeners besides those dumb idiots in fucking dumbass West Virginia. Fuck you. Your state shouldn't exist. And I hope you know, not, if you could man. ever fit, you, know, you can mail me some hate mail. At, if you ever figure out how to, uh, you know, fill on the envelope. So. Stamps are only 76 Bye. cents, but I hear that's the minimum wage in fucking West Virginia. You dirty coal miners. What is the fucking, what is the exit? Like, we don't have the, some of this may be <laughs> bullshit. Some Poverty, of this maybe. Poverty line, 74 cents. And they're probably using that money on prescription pills, anyways, because there's an opioid epidemic happening in the state. So it's really because of hate for sloppy eggs. All right, bye. Don't listen to them. I love uh, you. I love you, West Virginia. Everything about your state is beautiful, and I love Appalachian. I hope the old gods don't come. I up. love even the incest. Even the incest is beautiful. Oh my god! I just keep trying to bring it to a, a nice place, and you just don't. <laughs> Goodbye. Birds Ain't Real is a counterculture media production. To keep up with Birds Ain't Real, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter, and you can listen to us wherever you stream podcasts. Thank you for listening.